The Gemini Letters is a completely unfiltered audio diary. It is me making sense of my life, what I think and how I feel about it, through the lens of astrology, numerology, tarot, and storytelling. It is my hope that it finds anyone for whom it will make even the slightest bit of sense. So if that's you, welcome and thank you for listening. For context, this audio was recorded the day I went to the Immigration Office, or Ausländerbehörde, in Germany to apply for a visa that would allow me to accept a salaried position at a kindergarten or kita where I've been working for the last three months. Okay, it is... Thursday, <clears throat> June 24th, it is the full moon in Capricorn. Um, I have had my appointment at the Ausländer Behörde, the nice one, not the mean one. Um, it was fine, it was kind of mercifully quick and painless. There was a friendly young woman at the desk all she seemed concerned with was whether or not the hours I'd be working and the pay I'd be making would be enough to live off of you know I gave her my paperwork she sent me off brought me back in she said she did the calculation and I need to be making 157 more a month after tax um in order to uh qualify basically so she said you know talk to your employer whatever which which essentially just means I would need to work an extra five hours a week so instead of 20 hours a week 25 so she said you know talk to your employer change this form email it to this person and then we go from there I don't really understand what happens from then on it sounded like then like it goes into place already without me having to do an appointment, but maybe I do have to do an appointment somewhere else later. I don't really get it. It doesn't matter. The point is, it doesn't seem like it would be difficult after that. It's just like, solve this one issue and everything else seems, you know, pretty much um, like it's, it's acceptable to them. Um, which is great news. And, you know, I still need to talk to the Kita tomorrow, but... I feel pretty confident that they would be okay with giving me that. And um, yeah, I mean, if it means I get an extra 150 bucks a month, then like all the better. And um, yeah, and there's no reason why this would slow it down by more than a week or two at most, the application process. Uh, Adam still seems to think that we could get it all taken care of by July 1st, which would be amazing. So, that is my hope. Um, 
and I, yeah, I kind of, it's a little bit anticlimactic just because it's, it's not an official yes, but it feels like close enough that it's like, okay, this seems fine. Like this seems doable. And, um, yeah, and I'm feeling like, you know, I kind of expected to feel really relieved and really happy to have this be completed, especially, you know, for it to line up so beautifully with the Capricorn full moon, which is so aligned not only with the what I've been going through this eclipse season, but really what I've been going through since the eclipse season two summers ago, which was on the Cancer Capricorn axis, and which brought me to Berlin in such a such a traumatizing and fucked up and just shocking, disruptive, painful fucking way. <clears throat> So it's like, um, I have, um, I have managed not only to survive this period of displacement and disruption, but that this today actually marks the end of my chapter of homelessness and insecurity and the beginning of a new period of really rebuilding security from the ground up in the form of a steady job, fixed income, a fixed income that is guaranteed, a salary, paid sick leave, paid vacation, paid health insurance. Like, I could call in sick for a week. It doesn't matter. I'll still get paid the same at the end of the month. I've never had that in my life. At the same time, I've got a lease starting on the first at a lovely home that I feel super safe and comfortable in and that I know will be a really supportive and nurturing environment for me to have these two things coming at the same time and it's not just about what the job gives me in terms of like the money stability it's also like genuinely like it's a good job it's like a happy supportive loving environment where I can be of service I can contribute to these children's lives in a meaningful way. Um, and also, I am appreciated and supported for who I am. Is it what I dream of doing with my life? No, of course not. I don't want to be a, a kindergarten teacher who just like sits there and like says some stuff in broken German once in a while. I have great dreams of being a world-class actress. That is my dream. And that is what I know I carry within me, my potential. But at the same time, what I'm recognizing today is the value of baby steps. 
it's so hard for me with all of this Aries energy in me. It's so hard for me to accept going slow and taking things one step at a time. Because I want to be there right now. I want to be on stage. I want the spotlight. I want everything. I want it all. And it's so hard for me to trust that if I take my time that it will wait for me, you know. There's this part of me that feels like I have to get there now because if I don't, I'll miss it. You know, it's going to pass me by. It's going to it's going to just expire. Or like I'll I'll take so long that by the time I get there I'll be old and wrinkly and fat and no one's going to want me anymore. Or my my mind will start deteriorating or my voice will get ugly like you know I'm on a ticking clock here for me to still be pretty or for me to still sound good or look good or whatever. And I know that that's all just sexist capitalist bullshit telling me that I'm a commodity and my value is going to diminish as I get older. I know that. I know that. But there's also this deep sense of how fucking precious life is and how fucking unpredictable life is and God forbid something happen. God forbid I miss my chance. God forbid I get to the end of my life thinking, fuck, I thought I had time. You know, it's like, get off your ass. What are you doing? Go do the thing now. Go to New York now. And I know that like six months is not going to be the difference between me realizing my dream or not. Six months in Berlin is not going to be like, oh, well, you know, if you'd have come here when you were 31, we would have said yes, but since you're 31 and a half, get the fuck out of here. You know, like, it's not going to be like that. I, I understand that. But the six months could be the difference between me going to New York and not knowing what the hell I'm doing and just repeating this pattern of instability, anxiety, homelessness, stress. Versus me going to New York, having kind of worked my way up and having a little bit of stability that I can work from. A foundation that I can have my feet firmly planted on. Which really brings me to the main point that I want to talk about, which is this idea of baby steps. And this idea that I feel like I'm just realizing today, which is that I always thought you either I, you know, without really realizing that this is how I was thinking of it, I always thought, you know, you're either one extreme or the other. You're either a complete fucking wreck, homeless, jobless, everything's a mess, broke, desperate, or you're rich, like you've, you've made it, you've hit it big. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff ever again. And I'm realizing now what seems so obvious, which is that there's so much in between that, and that I think 
I think what I was kind of falling prey to was this narrative that's pushed by by capitalism in general, but also particularly by the sort of law of attraction, spirituality, manifestation wing of capitalism, because it is still a part of capitalism, all of that, like spiritual mumbo jumbo can still be super fucking capitalist. And there is still this idea wrapped up, particularly in that world, the law of attraction world, whatever, this idea that, oh, if you just play your cards right, if you just are a good little girl, if you just do all the things like do your visualization, do your meditation, you know, keep your thoughts in the right way or follow this system or whatever it is, if you, if you follow these rules, then you too can just wake up one day and have your whole life be changed. And all of the success stories that we hear are that. All of the success stories that we hear are the rags to riches, like I was totally homeless, desperate, broke, whatever, to all of a sudden, whatever it is, my business went viral, um, I got a lucky break, you know, it's this kind of I won the lotto all of a sudden kind of thing that actually just reinforces this system, that actually just keeps it in place because there's this idea of like, well, I found this key. Therefore, if you are not as successful as me, it just means that you're not properly using this key um, that I've discovered. And... <clears throat> Somehow by always looking for that, by always looking for the other, the opposite extreme, looking for, you know, some, you know, making spells or, or whatever, praying for abundance and just picturing it in the form of like, I have more money than I've ever had in my life, more money than I know what to do with. I don't know, you know, I never have to worry about, you know, blah, blah, blah ever again. And like, yes, that is the ultimate goal. I'm not going to hide that fact. I'm not ashamed of that fact. And I do think that it's an important part of the process to acknowledge like, yes, I want it all. I'm not going to sell myself short. Like I want to have more than enough, not just enough. But somehow at the same time, it's like coming from the place I came from, I, I wasn't, I, you know, I was, I'm, I'm, I, I have been, and I, at least to some degree, am still carrying around this damage and this trauma around everything I've been through and the long, long periods of lack, poverty, desperation, homelessness, etc. Um, that I've been through and that those have left a mark on me. And so for me to expect myself, you know, even just on a mindset level to go from that to I'm a millionaire or whatever, like money's not an issue for me. It's kind of a giant leap, you know, it's kind of an unrealistic leap for me to make it this time by myself. It's not to say that I couldn't get up there, but it's to say that like I've been kind of refusing to acknowledge that there are steps in between those two places. I've just been thinking, because when you read these books about like change your mindset, whatever, it really presents it as that. It really presents it as like you're either here or you're there and that's it. And that people don't really talk about the in-between. People don't really talk about like, there's all these steps in between that. 
and you can actually follow a path to get up there. You don't have to only just leap up there. Maybe some people can leap up there overnight, but you don't have to do it that way. You can also just gradually pivot towards that. And this, what I'm realizing today is like a huge pivot that it's like, okay, I'm still by many people's estimation poor, you could say. Like I'm making about 15 bucks an hour. I'm working part-time. I live in a really inexpensive city. Otherwise, the money I'm making would not afford me anywhere close to enough to live off of. Um, But as it is, I live in an inexpensive city, so... You know, my rent is low, not making a lot of money, but I can easily survive off of this, especially, you know, coming from like where I've come from. This to me is like a comfortable amount of money. Um, and that's, you know, that's it. Like it's a pretty just like basic, like minimum, like, okay, I can live off of this. But when you're coming from I'm barely surviving, Having a just steady income of I can live off of this is like a huge step up. It's a huge improvement. And so I'm right now caught in these conflicting feelings of on the one hand feeling like this is great. This is a huge step up. This is a huge improvement. I've gone from I have no fucking idea how I'm going to survive another month to my basic needs are met and I don't have to worry about my basic needs. And I don't really have much on top of that, but I have that. No questions asked. Like, there's nothing I need to do. Like, that's just guaranteed. So on the one hand, it's like, well, that's fucking huge. And on the other hand, it's like, how fucking pitiful (laughs) that this is such a, like, massive victory for me. Like, I'm 31 years old. And just the fact that, like, well, my rent is paid and I'm not starving without, like, having to pull my hair out all month. Like... For that to be such a victory, it's like, well, that's embarrassing. Like, God, I should be further along than this, you know? Like, really? This is what I'm celebrating? Just like having my absolute basics covered on a salary that wouldn't even cover that in any other city? You know, like, on the one hand, it's like, well, shit. You know, what a, what a like, small thing. And on the other hand, it's like, well, compared to where I've come from, this is huge. And what a beautiful thing, and I really believe this, what a beautiful thing for me to have experienced what I have enough that I can truly appreciate that for what it is. And even though I might have this judgmental voice in my head that's saying like, wow, that's pathetic, whatever, I should be further along, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, it's like, so easy to take these things for granted you know, basic fucking things like I have a roof over my head. And having this period of massive instability has allowed me to really feel and really appreciate and really take pride in those most basic of things. The most basic things like Like, I can take a day off work when I'm sick and not have to stress about it because I know I'll I'll still make the same amount of money. 
or I can go to the fucking doctor and not have to worry about how much is it going to cost? Is there going to be a copay? What if they don't take my insurance? What if I have to pay for it all myself out of pocket? And what if it ends up being like a crazy amount of money? Like, no, it's like I have health insurance. It's standard. It covers everything. I don't have to worry about that. Go to the doctor if you're sick. No questions asked. You know, and a lot of this kind of stops being about me and it becomes about the fact that I'm fortunately experiencing this in a country that has its shit together in terms of, you know, offering people basic things like healthcare and paid sick leave and stuff like that. Um, so this goes beyond just me personally, and it also becomes about society and government and um, more like global collective structures. <laughs> but yeah, this conflict that I'm feeling is like on the one hand feeling like I want to go so much further than this that for this to be a victory feels really depressing. It feels really anticlimactic. It feels disappointing. On the other hand, I look at where I've come from and this feels like a massive fucking victory and I am recognizing that yes, I want to get all the way to the top of this mountain. Yes, I have a very long way to go. But how the fuck else am I supposed to get up there other than one fucking step at a time? I know it's cliche, but I really, in my head, just thought of it as like you're on the bottom of the mountain or you're on the top of the mountain. And if you're on the bottom and you want to get to the top, then you have to fucking jump really fucking far and make it. Or you have to have an angel or a bird or something just like swoop down and grab you and plop you up on the top and that's it. Like you get lucky or you have a miracle or you have some like incredible feat of athleticism that gets you from the bottom to the top and that's it. And realizing like, oh, actually, yes, you could do that. You can also just fucking climb the mountain. And it takes time. It's a pain in the ass. It's hard. You might fall. You might get hurt along the way. It's not going to be super glamorous. And most importantly, each step that you take on the way up is not going to feel in itself like that big of a fucking leap. Each step is just going to feel like, well, I'm barely higher than I was. And the only reason why that ultimately leads to you being at the top of the mountain is because they all fucking add up. And if you keep doing it for long enough, it gets you there. That's how it works. So recognizing that, yeah, this isn't where I want to be ultimately with my life. This isn't, you know, the top achievement that I want for myself in my life. I do want more. I do dream so much bigger than this. But what I've done today is take one very fucking important first step. I hesitate to even call it a first step because I know the little steps that it took to get me to here. You know, I've been working at this place the last three months before they offered me a job. And that was a little, little baby step in itself, just going from, I don't have a job, what the fuck am I going to do, to, 
okay, I have a job and it's not much, but, you know, they like me and they give me hours every month and, you know, I didn't have all those benefits that I talked about, but I did at least have steady work and, you know, reliable income from them. It just came with the kind of anxiety of like, if I get sick, you know, which I did. If I get sick, then it's like, well, I guess my paycheck's going to be like two thirds what it usually is. Um, so, you know, but still that was an improvement from what I had before, which was no fucking job and no idea what the fuck I was going to do. And just like scrounging for little bits of cash wherever I could get it. Like that was a step up from there. That step then led me to this step, which is Yeah, it's a little bit more money. It's a lot more security. You know, my life in itself doesn't seem that different, but a lot of my anxieties are really resolved by this. Like a lot of the a lot of the um, financial anxieties, the financial instability has been resolved. I still have further to go. I still need to grow this up from here. But yeah, just recognizing like, okay, this is a little step in the right direction. This is good. This is how we get up there. We keep making these little adjustments in the right direction. And I think that it's so easy with our society just kind of being geared the way it is towards like the most extreme possible example of anything to only really see meaningful success in these crazy rags to riches overnight success stories and to criminally undervalue what it is to chip away slowly bit by bit piece by piece at a mountain until you've worked your way all the way up. I mean, even that kind of language, talking about it as a mountain, talking about it as a ladder, talking about it as up and down, even that I would say is problematic and we probably need to start moving away from that kind of like vertical measuring of success. Um, This idea that everything is a comparison to something else and everything is like, you know, either up or down. I think we can start kind of letting that kind of worldview go a little bit anyway. But the point is, if you want to get anywhere, you can jump in a plane or a rocket ship, or a hot air balloon. You could have a bird, or a unicorn, or whatever come in and grab you. And that's great. You know, unicorns are real. They exist. (laughs) Rocket ships, they have been known to uh, swoop through every once in a while. Like, I fully believe in those things, you know, figuratively speaking. But you know how else you can get there? You can put one fucking foot in front of the other. And what I'm realizing today is that it may not seem very glamorous or inspiring or exciting 
But what I did today was take a very big and very important step in the right direction. And I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself for not giving up and for holding on and pushing through and trusting that I would that I would make it through to this other side, through to the next step. And now I've got further to go and now there's the next step after that. But for now, I just want to savor this victory. This small but critically important victory. Because it's taking me where I want to go. And for the longest time, I was just spinning in circles because I was only looking for the unicorn. I was only looking for the rocket ship. I was only looking for the magical miracle solution to come in and like fast track me there. And I'm realizing like that the unicorn is still welcome to show up anytime. <laughs> I'm still fully, uh, you know, available for a rocket ship if it wants to just cruise through and swoop in and pick me up. I'm fine with that. But recognizing like, I don't need to rely on a unicorn or a rocket ship. I can get there the old fashioned way, one foot in front of the other. And it might take a little bit longer, but it's, it's going to be worth it. I mean, more than that, it's going to be valuable. You know, like it's the scenic route. It's taking your time and and really feeling every step of the way. You know, it's like how you can travel a city um, like in a car or on a train or something and, and not really get a feel for it. And when you when you travel it on foot or even on your bike, you suddenly, suddenly the roads in the city start to make sense. Suddenly you actually develop an inner map of the city because you're actually interacting with it on the ground as opposed to just being like up in the air like or underground, like not really seeing it. Suddenly you're, you're there and you're, you might be moving a lot slower, but you're actually connecting with the world around you and, and it's actually... Um, starting to mean something to you in a way that you can use. And then when you go out in the city with maybe a friend who always, who like never does that, like maybe there's a friend who always takes the train or calls an Uber or something, and they just have absolutely no concept of how the streets line up. Has that ever happened to you where like you, like if you're used to just like, I, I always get this because I'm always just like doing anything I can to fucking save like a dollar. And I'll walk, like if I have time, which I usually do because I usually don't have a job. I'll just walk because, you know, I like walking. I like clearing my head. Um, it gets me some sunshine, some exercise. I like the kind of solitude of walking. Um, I find it much more relaxing than being on like a packed train. Um, so, yeah, like if I have the whole afternoon and I've got somewhere I need to be at like 3 o'clock, 
I'll just leave my house at midday and I'll spend three hours walking to that place. You know, I don't do that all the time, but like I've, I've been known to do that a lot because yeah, why not? I like walking. Or even if you don't do that extreme, it's still just like nice, I think, to like walk. If you have somewhere that's not that far away, I'll just like walk instead of taking the bus. And, I, you know, maybe I'll listen to a podcast or something or whatever. Like it, I, I get a lot out of it. Um, same with a bike, taking your bike. It's a little bit faster, but same kind of principle, you know. Um, and without really putting in that much conscious effort, I'll end up having a really clear sense in, you know, a really clear vision in my head of the place that I'm living in. Even if I haven't lived there that long, I'll, I'll know it really well, or I'll at least know my area really well, my neighborhood. Um, and it's crazy to me because then sometimes I'll go out with someone who's like lived there for years and, you know, we'll be walking around and they'll say something that kind of shows that like they have no idea where we are. Like they'll kind of point in like totally wrong direction and be like, oh, over there, blah, blah, blah. And be like, oh no, yeah, you mean up there. Or, you know, like they'll just be like, oh wait, where are we? Or they'll be like, wait, which way do we come? Do we go back this way or that way? You know, like super basic things, like just like pointing in two opposite directions and not knowing the difference. And I'll always just be like really taken aback by that because it's like, whoa, really? Like I can understand maybe you don't know, you know, the intricate details of every street, obviously not, but like really like you don't know that this way is the direction of home and that way is like heading into town. Like just that basic thing of like, you know, that way is downtown, this way is uptown or whatever it is. It's like, wow, you really, you really don't know that? Like you've been here for like over a year, you know? Obviously I wouldn't say this to a person, but like in my head, it's just like, how are you this oblivious to like, it's not even about obliviousness. It's just about like a lack of orientation. It's like, how do you not have any orientation about like where you are? And it's because, you know, a lot of people, they're just taking the subway everywhere or taking Ubers everywhere. And they're not having to mentally engage with their environment when they go somewhere. They can just kind of zoom, zoom, zone out and, you know, be anywhere else, like reading a book, listening to whatever, completely unconscious of their surroundings. And when they, you know, come back out into the world, they're in a different place. They haven't had to exercise any sense of direction or any sense of um, spatial awareness to get from A to B. They were transported from A to B by something or someone else. And, you know, once in a while, I think that that's completely fine. I don't think that people always need to be like walking everywhere or driving themselves or whatever. I think it's totally fine to take the train, take an Uber, cab, whatever the fuck. But... I do think, I, I have noticed from personal experience that when you get from A to B and you are never involved in moving yourself from A to B, when you're constantly surrendering yourself to somebody else to take you to a place, you end up with a completely stunted concept of your environment. You, you have no spatial awareness. You have no sense of orientation in your environment because why would you? 
you're never having to get around anywhere. This is something I find very jarring about modern life, that a lot of people just don't seem to know where the hell they are or how the different places that they go actually join up with each other. You know, in a physical sense, just like in the physical world. It's like this place exists and that place exists and they're just in isolation and if you want to get from one to the other, you call a cab. That's crazy to me. And um, there's a reason why I went off on this rant. What was it? I had a point. Oh, yeah. Getting from A to B in this more metaphorical sense of like getting from where you are now in your life to where you want to be in your life. I mean, yeah, you could take an Uber. You could hop on a train or a unicorn or whatever, and it could just transport you there. And that could be fine, you know, like... Maybe that's just what, like, you just need, you want to be there and you don't really worry too much about the the scenic route, you know, in between. Like, you don't, like, you just want to get there. That's totally okay. I'm not trying to be judgmental of people. However you want to do it is fine. I personally would love an Uber <laughs> to my dream life. If one showed up at my door right now and honked, I would, I would hop in. Like, I'm not, I'm not judging anybody for getting in the Uber if it's available. What I'm trying to say is, in our culture, we so we so gravely discredit the old-fashioned way of getting somewhere, of taking one step at a time and moving slowly but steadily to your goal. That I think we forget how much value there is in really being there every step of the way. And everything that you learn in the process of just learning how things join up. So that when you get to the end of your, of the path, when you get to your destination, let's say, because it's, it's probably not the end. It's probably, you're going to get there and there'll be another, you know, it never ends. But when you get to wherever it is that you're trying to go, you have along the way developed a deep and thorough and multifaceted understanding of everything that goes into that and everything that exists, every layer between where you were when you started and and where you are there. And being able to actually connect those dots, like it's a very enriching process. And I'm really feeling that right now. For me to take this little baby step to go from I'm fucking broke and homeless and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing to I'm not making a bunch of money or anything, but I have a steady job and a stable place to live and health insurance and, you know, paid vacation And, you know, a, like, modest but consistent little bit of income that is enough for me to live on and be comfortable, you know? Not a lot extra beyond my basic needs, but in Berlin, I can live a comfortable life on this little, like, modest amount of money. 
for me to go from that point A to this point B, I mean, it was like a two to four year process, depending on how I want to calculate where it started. And like, it might not feel like a huge jump. It might not feel like things have improved that much just because of, you know, the actual quantity of money that I'm making per month is probably only gone up by like a couple hundred bucks. Like, you know, when I was desperate and scrounging for cash every month, I was probably ultimately coming up with a little bit less, but like kind of within the same bracket of income each month. It was just a lot of stress for me to get there. And there were all these unknowns. And if something happened, like getting sick or whatever, then that would, that would fuck it up. And, and I was constantly having to just like find ways to make it work and, and just barely getting in on time to pay my rent, pay my bills, whatever it is. So like ultimately you could say like, well, the amount of money that I'm making per month is not really that different from what it was. It's kind of just the um, the context of it has changed. And how I get it, or if I get it, um, that's what's changed. So you could you could argue like, oh, that's just a little difference. That's just a little baby step. But for me, having lived it, for me, having lived the entire process of growth and lived and experienced on, you know, a cellular level what it actually means and what it actually takes to move yourself from that place to that place. What it actually takes to go from being homeless and jobless and desperate and broke to having a stable job and a stable home Fuck. Like, I don't think I could really appreciate until I got here and look back just what a fucking huge step that is. So it's putting everything into context for me, this whole mountain that I want to climb. It's suddenly realizing, like, if I'm looking at the whole mountain, then each little step might feel insignificant. But if each step is going to be like that, then every little victory along the way is so much. It has so much in it. It has so much experience. It has so much life. It has so much power, so much growth getting from here to there. I mean, I hope that each little step doesn't take two to four years. I hope that some of them will be faster. I hope it'll be like an exponential growth type of thing. And unfortunately, the way that capitalism is set up to fuck the poor and benefit the wealthy, I have a feeling it will be. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I'm just really appreciating what it really means to take a step like that, what it really means to move yourself from one place to another, and how much 
confidence that's already given me in my ability to, to move myself then even further. I really feel proud of what I've done, of what I've survived, what I've overcome, and where I am now. And that pride is going to fuel me into this next step and the step after that. And I really do feel, sitting here right now on this full moon, that that's enough, that that's that's going to be enough to get me there because every step of the way, if I stop and appreciate how far I've come, I can, I can refuel on that. I can renew that sense of pride and purpose just by acknowledging everything that was required to get to where I am and recognizing that that it's just going to be one more little step after that and then another and then another and I don't have to take this big leap all at once and I can trust myself to have have it in me to at least take the next step and then you know the next bridge you cross when you get to it but just trusting every step of the way that I have it in me that I have what it takes. So that's how I'm feeling right now. I just wanted to share if there's anybody out there who's listening. I believe in you. I believe in us. And I know that wherever it is that you ultimately want to get to, however far away it might seem, however unreachable, unknowable, unattainable it might seem from here, the path between here and there exists. There is a path, there is a road, there is a ground that you can put your feet on. And sometimes it might be treacherous or slippery or scary. And from here, you might not be able to see it. But that way does exist. And if you can find the way forward from here, then you'll end up somewhere else and you'll find the way forward from there. And sometimes that's just the way that the path gets discovered, it's just inch by inch. Probably that's the only way that the path ever gets discovered. And maybe some days the fog will clear and you'll see the way ahead and it'll all make sense. And then other days you'll wake up and the fog came in and it's stormy and suddenly you can't tell which way is which anymore and you're questioning yourself and wondering, did I imagine that there was a path here and actually there's not? What if the path moved? 
What am I going to do? Sometimes you might even have to just stop and stay in one place. Not make a move until you've until you've figured it out. Sometimes you might have to take a leap. Not seeing whether or not there's a path on the other side to catch you. Just trusting, hoping, praying that there will be. But at the end of the day, as long as you keep moving yourself forward, as long as you keep pursuing that path, you will slowly but surely make your way You might end up somewhere completely different than where you initially expected, but you will make your way. That's all for now. I'll check back in next month. Until next time. Don't give up. Keep the faith. I love you.